0: Welcome to episode 209 of the TruthQuest podcast, the truth about moving the goalposts. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and see discussions about changing the definition of words, the COVID vaccine, the Articles of Confederation, the Second Amendment, or Roe v. Wade come up, please share the TruthQuest podcast with your friend. Tell them to browse the episode titles and dive into whatever topic piques their interest. Episodes are available on a host of platforms, including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, BitChute, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. You've likely heard the phrase, if you can't beat them, join them. Well, in recent years, leftists of all shapes and sizes with the full endorsement of the alphabet soup conspiracy media, big tech, and the doomsday cult formerly known as the Democratic Party, have employed a new strategy. It's called, if you can't beat them, deny reality and change the definition. The reason this is necessary is because the left cannot persuade the majority of Americans to accept their destructive policy prescriptions, so they resort to shoving it down our throats. Think Obamacare or biological men using women's bathrooms, the open border, gay marriage, COVID policies, abortion, inflation, constitutional rights, Critical race theory, climate change, lockdowns, green energy, the use of pronouns, voter fraud, socialism, gun control, you know, stuff that normal people oppose. Because, you see, the normals, we just want to be left the hell alone to live our lives and not be manipulated by a bunch of power-hungry authoritarians. The evolution of the left's shove-it-down-their-throat strategy is a relatively new, Pravda-like effort to literally change the definition of words to meet their needs and or protect them from mockery and scorn as they spout their nonsense and tell the American people to no longer believe what they have always believed. Not to believe their eyes and ears or employ common sense. It's the old Star Wars Jedi mind trick. These are not the drones you are looking for. The latest example of this is the definition of a recession. See, currently in the United States and across the globe, we are in the midst of a recession. It's like pornography. You know it when you see it. Really, it ain't that hard to know. You don't need an economics degree or a degree in anything other than a degree in making a living and paying the bills to know when you're living through a recession. But the Biden administration doesn't want you to say the R word. They don't want the finger pointed at them as they are obviously and purposefully destroying the U.S. economy, so they're buying themselves a little extra time here by telling us these are not the drones you are looking for. This is not a recession, even though it's a recession. See, the first quarter GDP print was negative 1.6%. And apparently the members of the doomsday cult, formerly known as Democratic Party, wanted to get in front of the negative second quarter number before it came out. See, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth has been the common definition of a recession for decades. So these idiots conducted a full court press telling the American people that a recession is not a recession. By the way, the GDP for the second quarter came out at negative 0.9%. You do not have to take my word for it. That is the official definition of a recession. Just read an article or two about the economy. Take an economics class or watch TV. Here's a montage of TV talking heads explaining it. Thursday, that first reading of second quarter GDP, there's a possibility
1: this is a negative number, two consecutive quarters of of negative growth. The definition of a recession is a decline in output for two consecutive quarters, or about six months. A recession is just two consecutive quarters of economic decline. When we talk about the possibility of a recession, what is a recession? A recession is two consecutive quarters. Two consecutive quarters. Two consecutive consecutive quarters. quarters. Two consecutive quarters of declining GDP. Because, as you know, it's two consecutive quarters. Of down GDP. That signals it is actually a definition of a recession. I mean, the most common definition of a recession, two consecutive quarters of negative growth. Even if we don't have two consecutive quarters of negative
0: growth, we might have one quarter of growth so deep that it's classified as a recession. Here is Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on Meet the Press just this past weekend.
1: Um, A common definition of recession is two negative quarters
0: of GDP growth. Here is Peter Ducey, a Fox News reporter, reading a quote from Biden's senior economic advisor, Brian Deese, from March of 2008. This will be relevant in a couple minutes. Listen closely. Brian Deese said in 2008, of course economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth.
1: I can tell you this. He yesterday
0: he said, mm-hmm. two, consecutive, two negative quarters of GDP growth Is not the technical definition of recession. It is
1: not. It is not. Why did he say that it was not?
0: There are numerous other examples of Biden's economic advisors over the years saying the same thing. Biden's chair of the White House Council of Economic Advisors, Cecilia Rouse, in May of 2022 said two-quarters of negative growth is an indicator of recession. Economic Advisor Jared Bernstein in September of 2019. A recession is, quote, defined as two consecutive quarters of declining growth, end quote. Another economic advisor, Heather Bausch, in May of 2019 said, as a rule of thumb, a recession refers to two quarters of negative growth in GDP. Then we have White House Press Secretary Jean Pierre, the first black lesbian in that position. I constantly refer to her that way because she makes it known and is proud of that fact. So here we have Pierre from her podium recently indicating that the White House is unwilling to define recession, which is weird given everything that we just listened to.
1: And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBERs.
0: The Democrats realize that the heat is on. They don't want the R word bouncing around this close to an election in the fall, so they've decided to deny reality. That being that we are in a recession. Here is the resident and Pierre making that argument. And Mr. President, we're getting GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Is the White House trying to change the common definition of a recession? Because next Thursday, the GDP numbers coming out are going to show that we've been in a recession.
1: So let me say this: you know, the strength of our labor market, along with the other economic uh, factors, is what what we generally see in a recession or even a pre a pre what. It's not what we generally see in a recession or even a pre-recession because we're seeing the strength of the economy and the labor market. So that's really important uh, to note there there because those are uh, key elements as we talk about that, as folks keep asking us about that.
0: The problem for them is people don't believe liars. They know a recession when they see one, regardless of what these propagandists say. Even CNN is calling bullshit. Here's a CNN reporter. She said to uh, Jared Bernstein, To paraphrase, if you're explaining how recession calls are made, you're losing. Do you see that? Jared Bernstein, quote, No, I don't think so. I I mean, I think we've gotten into a technical discussion about what constitutes a recession. Oh my gosh. So the Democrats are stuck in a tight spot. How do they stop the R word from hitting the headlines in everyone's social media feeds? I know, I know. Picture me with my hand raised, eager to answer the teacher's question. Answer, change the definition. Hell, as I will show you in a minute, this has worked before. Why not try it again? So what is this newly minted definition of a recession? I'll let the hardest working liars and propagandists in the Biden administration, Janet Yellen and Brian Deese, tell you. Right, and certainly in terms of the technical definition, it's not a recession. The technical definition considers a much broader spectrum uh, of data points.
1: Um, A common definition of recession is two negative quarters of GDP growth or at least that's something that's been true in past recessions when we've seen that Mm -hmm. there has usually been a recession and many economists uh, expect second quarter GDP to be negative. First quarter GDP was negative so we could see that happen and that will be closely watched but I do want to emphasize what a recession really means is a broad-based contraction yeah. in the economy. And even if that number is negative, we are not in a recession now. And um, I, I would you know, warn that we should be um, not, not characterizing that as a recession. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession? That's not the tech...
0: No? That's not the technical definition. Did you catch it from Yellen's last clip? It's the same Meet the Press interview I just played a minute ago. I just played the longer clip here. She provides the definition of a recession, and then in the next breath says, that's no longer the definition because we say so. We will get into her rationale in a few minutes. Also, did you catch her warning? It was really quick. She said, quote, I warn that we should not be characterizing... That is what the leftists call a dog whistle. I call it a threat. After all the bullshit COVID disinformation and misinformation fiasco we went through, and hell, we're still going through, you know damn well they will employ the same tactic when it comes to using the word recession. She just warned the media not to call the current economic conditions by the R word. Here's Brian Deese back in the old lady's play. As Secretary Yellen said on Sunday, uh, two negative quarters of GDP growth is not uh, the technical definition of recession. It's not the definition that economists have traditionally uh, relied on. Uh, There is an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research. uh, And what they do is they look at a broad range of data and deciding uh, whether or not a recession has occurred. Let's step back for a moment and ask the obvious question. If we're not going to be in a recession, why go through all the trouble of changing the definition? Me thinks you protest too much. I mean, after all, what has changed? Why does it matter what the definition is? Well, Peter Ducey nailed it in his earlier clip. I don't think you could hear it in that clip, but he says to Jean Pierre, What has changed other than who the president is? Peter Schiff tweeted this recently. If Donald Trump was president and the U.S. economy just contracted for a second consecutive quarter, there's no way the media would not be reporting it as a recession. Instead, the left-wing media is spreading democratic propaganda to redefine recession to pretend we're not in one. Bingo. We all know the reason is to control the narrative and to give brain-dead doomsday cult voters and so-called independent fact-checkers the ability to challenge the narrative that we are in a recession. Let's all try a little experiment. Go on your Twitter or Facebook accounts and post the words, We are in a hashtag recession. Put it on your feed and see what happens. Do any of your hook, line, and sinker Democrat friends challenge you on that rather toast claim? I mean, you can't say that because Yellen and Deese and The Resident all said, This is not a recession. Will we start seeing Facebook issuing fact-check warning banners on your posts linking to some White House source that says we are not in a recession? like they do when you post anything about COVID that is contrary to the accepted narrative? You know how they do. They provide you with a convenient link to the WHO or the CDC website, both known to be corrupt organizations. Talk about misinformation and lies and the need for real fact checkers. This is where Yellen's warning comes into play. It gives the Democrat voters and big tech permission to shout down ideological opponents and censor them. How can they be censored? Because they are disseminating myths and disinformation, of course. They literally want us to ignore thousands of real economists when it comes to defining a recession and only listen to their partisan, hack, propagandist, so-called economists. It's the same playbook from which they ran for controlling the COVID narrative and still are today. Ignore the thousands of doctors all over the world treating patients with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and other effective protocols. Only listen to the corrupt crimes against humanity, CDC, and Fauci. They are the government-sanctioned experts. They are the only ones we can listen to. Let's examine how they can make the claim that the current recession is not a recession. Well, see, it's not a recession because it's being done on purpose. If you listen carefully to their words, you will hear the word transition used repeatedly. See, the Doomsday Cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, have declared war on capitalism, prosperity, free markets, plentiful energy, and private businesses. They are essentially communists, implementing many parts of the communist manifesto. They have told us over and over again that we are transitioning to green energy. They tell us that high gas prices are the way to that utopia. Well, so is a recession. Check out episode 167, The Truth About Communism in America, for a deep dive into that topic. Not only are we in a transition to green energy, we are in a transition to kill capitalism. Therefore, a recession is no longer a recession. Don't take my word for it. We are seeing a slowing Uh, that is not only expected, but necessary as we operate through this transition. So that's where our, our focus is in terms of diagnosing the economy.
1: This is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing, and that's necessary and appropriate, and um, so there is a slowdown, and businesses can see that, and that's appropriate.
0: Did you catch it? Growth is slowing, and it's necessary and appropriate. There is a slowdown. That's appropriate. Do you understand now? These people are evil. Who in their right mind, well, let me rephrase that, who, other than an authoritarian, claims that economic misery is necessary and appropriate? As I said in the beginning of this episode, their agenda is entirely unpopular with the majority of America. So what do they do? Force it down our throats. They are forcing a transition to green energy, they are forcing a transition to a shitty economy so capitalism can be blamed, and they can swoop in and save the economy by taking over large swaths of it. Government causes the problem, and government offers a solution to fix it. They do this over and over and over again. Think about it in their terms. A recession is not two quarters of negative growth. It's a broad-based economic slowdown. Okay guys, let's examine the broader economy. The auto, housing, retail, advertising, banking, construction, and mortgage segments of the economy have slowed down significantly. People are struggling just to afford to buy food and gas. Their standards of living are going in the shitter. Or maybe we can look at the rising weekly unemployment claims. Or the inverting yield curve. Hell, you want a real-life indicator of a recession? Try this. Walmart just announced that they are struggling to sell stuff other than food because their customers are broke. How's all that for broad-based? As I mentioned at the beginning, this is a pattern for the doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party. When shit doesn't go their way, they simply change the definition. Such as, for thousands of years of human history, marriage meant one man and one woman. It's biblically correct. It's biologically correct. It promotes healthy family relationships and ensures the survival of our species. But it doesn't meet the standards of the left wing in America. They want to shove gay marriage down our throats. Again, the normals just want to be left alone. We are and were perfectly content with the definition of marriage. Remember, these are not the drones you are looking for. How about the definition of vaccine and vaccination? You see, now that the truth about the COVID vaccine is out, the fact that it does not create immunity against the virus, it doesn't stop you from contracting it multiple times, it actually weakens your immune system, etc., etc. The powers that be decided the best course of action was to change the definition. So last year, the CDC did just that. Since 2011, vaccine was defined as a product that triggers immunity, while vaccination was described as an injection that prevents a disease. Since the COVID vaccine did neither trigger immunity, nor prevent the disease, the CDC simply changed the definition. According to the unconstitutional CDC, vaccine is now defined as a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. And the unconstitutional CDC defines vaccination as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. We went from immunity and prevention to preparation and stimulation. These are not the drones you're looking for. Speaking of the COVID vaccine, they changed the definition of safe and effective to mean harmful and ineffective. And truly safe and effective treatments like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are not. If you try to say they are on social media, you'll be censored. These are not the drones you're looking for. They changed the definition of vaccine adverse effects. See, they do not include things like blood clots, heart inflammation, death, menstrual cycle changes, lower sperm count, fibromyalgia, neurological damage, muscular skeletal disorders, weakening of the immune system, seizures, facial paralysis, respiratory ailments, embolisms, stroke, or the spike protein entering organs. They change the definition of a woman. Well, To be fair, they made the definition undefinable, as evidenced by now Associate Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson in her infamous testimony before the Senate during her nomination process where, when asked to define woman, she refused. Again, this shit ain't hard. There are two genders, two sexes. If you have a penis and an XY chromosome, you are a man. And if you have a vagina and a uterus and an XX chromosome, you are a woman. But no, these are not the drones you are looking for. Thousands of years of history and biology must be thrown out the window because of a bunch of lunatics. They tell us that men can get pregnant and they can give birth. They call them birthing person. See, because according to the members of the doomsday cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, if you have a penis and identify as a woman, you are a woman. You can compete in women's sports, be sent to women's prisons, and shower with women in the military. They change the definition of murder, violence, and peaceful. Murdering a baby in the womb is a choice, not murder. Ashley Babbitt wasn't murdered by Officer Michael Byrd on January 6, 2021, even though she was. Officer Brian Sicknick, who died of a stroke on January 7, 2021, was murdered by Trump supporters on January 6. Dozens of people murdered during the Summer of Love, BLM, Antifa riots were not murdered. The dude that Kyle Rittenhouse killed in self-defense was murdered. All the murders in Chicago on any given weekend are what? They never tell us. They just ignore it since Democrats have run that city for 100 years. Violence, threats, and terrorism against crisis pregnancy centers, conservative Supreme Court justices, and Trump administration officials is not violence. January 6th was an insurrection and domestic terrorism, but the BLM Antifa riots that cost billions of dollars of damage and dozens of deaths mostly peaceful. They changed the definition of inflation from an expansion of the money supply to rising prices. And whatever the acceptable definition is, it's transitory. Pay no attention to the Fed's balance sheet. We can print money and increase the money supply and nothing bad will ever happen. They changed the definition of war. Did you know that we were at war in Ukraine? Me neither, since Congress never declared it. But according to President Biden, we are on a war footing. Of course, the only reason that he has to keep the war propaganda going is to allow himself to be able to employ the Defense Production Act to be used on domestic industries. The the middle-of-the-night evacuation of Afghanistan by the US military was not a surrender. Oh. And the leaving behind of $80 billion in equipment so the Taliban could become the 7th most equipped army on the planet so that they can invade Pakistan and take over their nuclear arsenal does not meet the definition of willful negligence, high crimes and misdemeanors, or crimes against humanity. What the Biden crime family has done for the last three decades does not meet the definition of money laundering or Russia collusion. If a Trump got money from Russia, that's Russia collusion. But a Biden getting money from Russia? That's Russian disinformation. See, they just make definitions up as they go along. Deny reality and move on. These are not the drones you are looking for. Here's another example. They changed the definition of a secure border. A secure border now means one that is wide open. And if you build a wall, the border becomes less secure. They changed the definition of vote fraud. It now contains the following exceptions. Ballot harvesting, changing the election laws via the judiciary rather than the legislature. It excludes hundreds of thousands of fraudulent mail-in ballots. The definition of vote fraud also excludes dead voters casting ballots, multiple ballots cast by the same person. It also excludes illegal immigrants voting and voting by people who no longer live in a particular state. None of that meets the new definition of vote fraud. And any attempt to act against those things or institute a voter ID law is defined as racist. Because the definition of racism has changed as well. It no longer means a belief in the superiority over your others due to your race. Now it simply means anyone who disagrees with the policies of the doomsday cult formerly known as the Democratic Party. The left's favorite definitional tactic involves the Constitution. What they do is declare constitutional rights where they do not exist, and they deny constitutional rights when they do actually exist. What about free speech? Mm, Not so much. See, they partner with big tech to censor the normals, the malcontents. What about illegal searches and seizures? Nope. The Democratic National Committee has access to the NSA database and regularly spies on Republicans. Just follow the Steele dossier, Russia collusion, Michael Sussman fiasco. Check out the annual FISA court report showing that over 3 million illegal felony searches of the NSA database were conducted just last year. That's up from 1 million the year before. What about the right to bear arms? Where did you get the idea that you have that right? What about abortion? Oh, hell yeah. That was definitely a constitutional right before the Dobbs case, which, according to the left, removed that right from the Constitution, even though it was never there. Oh, and they are really, really mad about a thing that never existed. They want to kill babies. What about the justice system? Isn't justice blind? I'm pretty sure that's the way the Constitution demands. Not so fast. Leftists prefer a dual justice system, one for privileged Democrat-affiliated assholes, and one for everybody else. What about health care? Is that a constitutionally granted right? Oh, you bet. How about housing? Definitely. Perpetual welfare payments? Oh, yeah. According to these lunatics, all of those are in the Constitution, despite the fact that they are not. These are not the drones you are looking for. I could keep going on and on, folks, but I think you get my point. And that's the truth about moving the goalposts. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast.